in this episode of Howard's Blend. However, testosterone is one of many steroid hormones. Steroid, uh, the anabolic steroid molecule as the, the key, and then the receptor, the androgen receptor is the lock. So when they bind together, they form this pair, this anabolic steroid receptor pair. Now, by taking anabolic steroids, you will put on some muscle and you will lean out a little bit. But in order to look like those professional bodybuilders or anybody who's not a professional but just jacked and they're using anabolic steroids, you have to put in the work. Anabolic steroids without a prescription are illegal. And so if you get caught using them and worse, selling them, that can lead to fines, prison time. What's the first thing that comes to mind when you hear the word steroids? Is it that jacked up dude at the gym? Or for those who were born in the early to mid-90s and before that, when the top stars of baseball had to testify in front of Congress for the alleged use of PEDs, performance-enhancing drugs, steroids. Now, if you're me, first thing that comes to mind is the Mr. Olympia contenders for bodybuilding. And now these guys are like under six feet tall, weigh at least 250 pounds, and have less than 5% body fat. Now, the primary steroid involved in these three examples is testosterone. However, testosterone is one of many steroid hormones. And in fact, a steroid hormone is derived from cholesterol and is a fat-soluble molecule. So nowhere in that definition does it include performance-enhancing drug. Because as I said, steroids include many different hormones. Now, there are steroids that are produced in the Reproductive organs, for testosterone, for men, it's produced in the testicles. And for estrogen, for women, it's produced in the ovaries. Women also produce progesterone, which is used during pregnancy for like the lining of the uterus to make sure a woman stays pregnant to help bring the pregnancy along. Now, another steroid hormone, cortisol, which... All the gym rats that are afraid of losing their gains are so afraid of cortisol because they're going to lose all their muscle. That's actually produced in the adrenal glands, which sit atop of the kidneys. So the term steroids has become synonymous with illegality and cheating. But even though technically it is correct when you're referencing testosterone, it is a steroid hormone, it's really generic. So what it really meant is anabolic. Anabolic steroids. Now, the anabolic steroids have the anabolic effect, as in the name, which means you're building up. The example of performance enhancing drugs, building up muscle. But it also has an androgenic effect because the anabolic steroids are also called androgens. And the androgens give the male characteristics, you know, the deepening of the voice for men. The growth of facial hair, you know, the growth of our reproductive organs as well. Now, in this episode, we're going to focus on anabolic steroids and we're going to go over 
how they work in the body. Why are they used uh, to build muscle? So exactly how does it build muscle in the body? And we're also going to go over the side effects of using anabolic steroids. First part is how do anabolic steroids work? Why do people get such great results from using anabolic steroids? So we're going to use the bicep muscle for an example. And in that bicep muscle, it's made up of muscle cells. Now, the outside of the cell, kind of the the outer barrier of the cell, the cell membrane is made of fat. Now, as we said in the definition of a steroid hormone, it's a fat-soluble molecule. So the anabolic steroid hormone, we'll use testosterone in this example, is able to pass through that cell membrane since it's fat soluble. Now in between the cell membrane and the nucleus where the DNA is contained is the cytoplasm. Now in that cytoplasm, there are receptors for the particular hormones. Now once the, the anabolic steroid molecule is inside the cytoplasm, it's passed through the cell membrane, it then binds with an androgen receptor. So an analogy would be like a lock and key. So if you try to use a key for a Chevrolet in a Hyundai, it ain't going to work. They're two different keys, you know, two different locks. So think of the steroid, uh, the anabolic steroid molecule as the, the key and then the receptor the androgen receptor is the lock so when they bind together they form this pair this anabolic steroid receptor pair now since they're bound together they're able to travel to the nucleus of the cell now in the nucleus of the cell the dna is contained and now the dna is compressed for lack of a better term so you want to send um, a whole bunch of files, like large files, to a friend or a business colleague, whatever. And then when you try to send the email, you get this message that the files are too large. You need to either delete the files, whatever. So one option is to zip the files. You're basically compressing it to make it smaller. Now, the information's all there, but you're compressing the files. It's basically the same thing in the nucleus of the cell. You have all the DNA, but it's compressed. You know, the DNA is very large. Now, the DNA also has receptors for this anabolic steroid receptor pair, and it's able to bind to the DNA. Now, when it does that, it, it signals the production of RNA, mRNA, messenger RNA. Now, this process is called transcription. So you can think of it the only really analogy I could really think of was like a, a secretary at a meeting. The secretary's job is to make meeting notes. We discussed X, Y, and Z in the meeting. So later, if one of the executives or whoever says, hey, you know, I missed this part of the meeting or I missed the meeting in, entirely, can you provide me what was discussed in the meeting? Then the secretary can use those notes that they transcribed and then are able to form a picture or a document of what happened during the meeting. So it's kind of a similar thing. It's just the, the mRNA is produced from the anabolic steroid receptor pair binding to the DNA, the receptor on the DNA in the cell's nucleus. Now, 
the mRNA then travel back into the cytoplasm of the cell, where then it signals the production of proteins. Proteins, just think of more muscle tissue. And that process is called translation. So, as I said, this translation, the forming of new proteins, forms new muscle or hypertrophy. That's what it's called. The muscles are actually getting bigger. Now, another way that anabolic steroids may help to build muscle tissue is hyperplasia. Now, that's the formation of new muscle cells. So now, in terms of the building of muscle, you have this one-two punch, for lack of a better term. You have the current muscle cells getting larger, which is making the fibers get bigger in the muscle because it's building new protein, but now new muscle cells are being produced, and those now are getting larger, thus making the muscles bigger. Now, anabolic steroids can also have an anti-catabolic effect. So you have the anabolic, which builds muscle, the catabolic, which breaks it down. So in the cytoplasm of the cell, where you have the androgen receptors, you also have receptors for cortisol. As I mentioned in the intro of the show, cortisol breaks muscle down. So anabolic steroids could have the effect that it can prevent cortisol from binding with those receptors the cortisol receptors in the cell. If it doesn't bind, then there's no way it can break down the protein. And cortisol is a very important steroid. It is vital. You have the example of the fight or flight uh, you know, response. And you have the, I think this it's been overused, but it works, is the you know, the caveman or Neanderthal man running from the tiger. And so your body's gotta use that cortisol. And your adrenal glands produce the cortisol in order to break down proteins to supply energy. And when you're trying to get away as fast as you fucking can from the, uh, from the tiger in this case. But going back to uh, what anabolic steroids can do, having this anti-catabolic effect means that you're gaining muscle, but yet now the muscle is prevented from being broken down. And the result is that People using anabolic steroids can train for hours on end, can train you know, almost every day of the week, and they don't need as much rest because their muscles are growing larger, but yet they're being prevented from being broken down because of cortisol being unable to bind with the receptors in the cell. So they can train longer, they can train heavier because they're stronger, they can train more frequently. And all that can add to the building of muscle because now they're able to train the muscles more often than somebody who's not using anabolic steroids and they have to take more rest in order for the muscle to grow. Now, another factor for the increase in muscle from using steroids is mental. If you take a pre-workout before you go to the gym, you get that hyped up feeling and then you go and lift and you may do a personal record, a PR and do more cardio than you would before. Now, it's the same with anabolic steroids. If you go to the gym knowing that you're taking anabolic steroids and knowing that, hey, I'm going to be putting on muscle with the work in the gym, the catabolic effect may be hindered from using the anabolic steroids as well. So now I'm going to go in there and just 
lift a shit ton of weights, do a shit ton of sets, and you know, stay in the gym for hours on end because I know I'm going to be able to gain muscle. So you're actually putting in more work because you mentally know that you're still going to get results. So that's also a factor is that you're just putting in more work because you believe that it's going to work. And that brings up an important point. A lot of people have the belief that if you just take anabolic steroids, you're just going to put on a shit ton of muscle. You're going to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger or something. And that's not the case. Now, by taking anabolic steroids, you will put on some muscle and you will lean out a little bit. But in order to look like those professional bodybuilders or anybody who's not a professional but just jacked and they're using anabolic steroids, you have to put in the work. You have to go to the gym and lift weights. You can't just take anabolic steroids and sit down on your ass and watch fucking TV. With that said, there also is a genetic factor. Some people have really good fucking genetics. And uh, I remember an example of this was um, some of you bodybuilding fans would, would know this was Quadzilla. His name was Paul DeMeo. Rest in peace, uh, Paul DeMeo. But he was called Quadzilla because he had fucking enormous legs. And I remember one time, and I don't know if this is true, you know, maybe he just said this, but I think he was on an interview and he said he trained legs like once a month and his legs just grew. I mean, they just, all that's all he needed was once a month he could train legs to squats, leg press, whatever, and his legs would just get enormous. But yet his back was in proportion, small. And I, I remember reading an article, I think it was the old Flex magazine, where he said he had to fucking work like crazy to get his back to grow. Obviously, the guy was on anabolic steroids, but that just shows that it's genetic too. He barely had to touch his quads and they would blow up, but yet his back wouldn't do anything. I mean, he had to really give a lot of stimulus to his back, even though he's using anabolic steroids. So there's a genetic factor in it as well, but just the point of this part here is that you still have to put in the work, no matter what. Now, the second part, I'm going to go over some side effects of using anabolic steroids. So for men, some of the side effects can be a reduced sperm count, difficulty in urinating, and the development of breast tissue. Uh, gynecomastia, or as they colloquially call it, bitch tits. Now, the reduced sperm count and the difficulty urinating, uh, in part, can come from the prostate gland. And the prostate gland actually has a lot of androgen receptors too. So the testosterone then can bind to those receptors in the, in the prostate gland. It can actually cause prostate hypertrophy, you know, the actual enlarging of the prostate, which makes it difficult to urinate. It can in part cause a reduced sperm count, but that's more related to the shrinking of the testicles. So if you think about it, if you're using anabolic steroids and that's where you're injecting the steroids, you're taking it orally, your body's getting the testosterone. The testosterone is primarily made in the testicles of men. So if your body's getting the testosterone, well, there's no need to produce it in the testicles. So the testicles will shrink up. And I remember uh, one of my doctors, I'm not going to give the name, 
I don't want to get him in trouble, even though he didn't give any, um, you know, identifiable, personally identifiable information. He just said in general, but he had a, a patient come in who was obviously using anabolic steroids and the guy denied it. But my doctor was like, yeah, his testicles were the size of marbles. I mean, they just shrink up because they don't need to produce testosterone anymore. Now, with the gynecomastia, the development of the, the breast tissue, that can occur because there's some cells in the body that actually can use the testosterone to produce estrogen. And that process is called aromatization. And so one of the effects of estrogen is it helps in breast development. So guys will actually get breast tissue and that's irreversible. You have to have surgery, you know, plastic surgery to, to get rid of that. So, you know, too much anabolic steroid can actually cause some of these side effects. Now, for women, uh, the side effects can be they take on male characteristics. Going back to the intro of the show where I talked about the androgenic effects of anabolic steroids, testosterone, I guess in this case. So women will get excessive hair growth, their voice deepens. I've met female bodybuilders who were obviously taking anabolic steroids. They were bigger than some of the male bodybuilders I saw. And when you try to talk to them, they have this really, really, really deep voice. And they actually take on male facial features. They get like a, a square jaw. Their their cheeks are fuller. The, the actual uh, cheekbones get fuller. They're actually taking on male characteristics because they're taking male hormones, testosterone. Women and men, men do make estrogen naturally. Women make testosterone naturally. But, you know, if you're a woman and you're going and injecting or orally taking testosterone, well, then you're going to take on more male characteristics and vice versa for men if they were to take estrogen. Now, some side effects that affect both men and women, uh, the first one is acne. Now, I mentioned this uh, in my episode that I did on acne because I actually did use anabolic steroids for a medical reason. I didn't do it illegally. It was prescribed by a doctor uh, and it caused really severe acne on my back and shoulders. And that's one of the side effects that can happen if you take anabolic steroids. It actually causes your sebaceous glands, the oil glands in your skin to I think I, I think I actually use this in the episode, is going to overdrive. They produce way too much oil, which increases the chances of the pores getting clogged and then you getting acne. Now, another side effect, especially if you're injecting testosterone or anabolic steroids, is what if you happen to share a needle or you don't clean the needle right? I mean, that can lead to bacterial infections, you can get cellulitis, which I've had before. I've had it in my legs before, and it is not fun. And worse, you could get AIDS or hepatitis. If you're going to use it, and I don't condone it, but if you're going to use injectable anabolic steroids illegally, not legally, but illegally, you know, be sure you clean the needle properly and you use new needles every time. Do not reuse needles. Now, it's not really a physical side effect, but anabolic steroids without a prescription are illegal. 
And so if you get caught using them and worse, selling them, that can lead to fines, prison time, you know, going on uh, parole, you, know, you could be a felon. It's not really a physical side effect, but yeah, you don't want to get in trouble with the law. That is not fun. Now, steroids also have a psychological effect. Now, I know this was, oh gosh, years ago. I haven't heard about it that much, but there was the roid rage. And that was where somebody would take anabolic steroids and then all of a sudden they had this temper and they would fly off the handle and beat people up or, you know, severely hurt people. And it was blamed on anabolic steroids. It was anabolic steroids' fault. Now, the research that I did for this show, which it's not, I didn't do a shit ton of research, but I couldn't really find anything conclusive saying, yes, anabolic steroids cause this roid rage. You know, it could be that the people already had a short temper to begin with, and then taking the steroids, well, they already have a short temper, and then people just say, oh, well, it must have been the steroids that caused it, when it may not have been. And it, it's possible that it can cause a short temper and, you know, flare-ups and getting pissed off easily. I mean, I know, personally, um, I took, uh, after the whole thing, Again, going back to the intro with the baseball players being in front of Congress, you know, Mark McGuire took Andro, and I remember I took Andro. I bought it from supplement store, and I took it, and I think not after a long time, I noticed that my temper got really short. I mean, I would go off the hand. I would go, I would, I would bitch people out for like no reason at all. I would get super pissed off and actually gave it to somebody else, which now thinking about it probably wasn't the wisest thing. I mean, he knew what he was getting into, but he was like maybe at the time, like 18 years old and I was like in my mid twenties. So I probably wasn't too wise to give it to a younger guy, but you know, he wanted him. I didn't charge him anything. I said, here, you take it. I made him made sure he knew the possible side effects. But again, I don't know if it was due to the andro or did I have other things in my life? I mean, that was over 20 years ago, so I don't even remember. Uh, did I have other things in my life that actually caused my short temper? But anabolic steroids can have a positive effect psychologically because now that you're putting on more muscle, you know, you're losing body fat, it can actually help to increase your confidence because you look better. But this can lead to depression when you get off the steroids. Because when you stop using the steroids, you will lose the gains that you made at a rapid pace. Now, this is because when I was talking about how steroids work and how they have an anab excuse me, how they have an anti-catabolic effect, because it's preventing that cortisol from binding with the cortisol receptors to break down proteins. So the, the amount of cortisol and the cortisol receptors increase. Your body actually produces more of both. And so when you stop using testosterone, now you have all this cortisol and all these cortisol receptors in the cell that can go to break down protein, i.e. muscle. Now, another thing goes back to one of the side effects of the shrinking testicles. When you stop using anabolic steroids, 
it's a good probability that your body is unable to produce its own testosterone at a normal level. So now you have the increased catabolic effect because there's more cortisol and more cortisol receptors, but the decreased anabolic effect because your body's unable to produce testosterone at all, or it produces at a very, very, very low level. And so now going back to the psychological effects, depression sets in because once you stop using the testosterone, now you have this rapid pace of breaking down proteins, the catabolic effect, and you have little, very little anabolic effect from the low testosterone. So you're going to lose muscle rapidly. Now, uh, another psychological effect is addiction. Because if somebody goes off steroids and then all of a sudden they start losing their gains really rapidly, then uh, they want to get back on the steroids to prevent that from happening. And so basically they become addicted to it, where if they get off of it, they know they're going to lose their gains, so they need to stay on the anabolic steroids to prevent that from happening. Now, ultimately, the way I look at it, the body needs to maintain a balance. And this is especially true with hormones. Too much of any hormone can cause problems. Too much cortisol can cause problems. Too much testosterone can have adverse effects. This is true. This happens with certain medical conditions. Hypogonadism, what I've had before, is when your body doesn't produce enough testosterone. It's basically low testosterone. That's the medical term for it. And which either happens through illness, like it did with me, or through age. You know, naturally, as men get older, they produce less testosterone. But unless you have a prescription, as I said before, it's illegal. So... You know, my opinions on whether anabolic steroids should be legal or not are beyond the purview of this show, which I, that's certainly a great idea that I can talk about in the future is drug legalization. But just don't risk it, uh, by taking anabolic steroids illegally because you can get thrown in jail and then, you know, you can get arrested, pay fines and it just ruins your life. But if you decide you really need to take anabolic steroids, then please consult with the doctor first and at least do it under like a doctor's supervision. I don't know the whole legality thing of them giving you advice and being under their supervision without a, a prescription, but at least try. Like don't do it by yourself because it can be extremely dangerous. The anabolic steroids can be dangerous, but also the way you administer them, you can really fuck yourself up. So. Please just keep that in mind, and especially if you're a young man. Um, if you're in your late teens or early 20s, there is no reason at all why you should be taking anabolic steroids. Again, unless you have a medical condition like I did. Um, but there's no reason why you should be taking anabolic steroids because it can completely screw up your hormones for the rest of your life. And if you're taking it in your 20s, you now have, what, 60, 70 years that your hormones are all fucking screwed up. And it can cause a lot of problems. So it's what happened to me uh, when I was taking anabolic steroids, again, for a medical condition, and I was working at a gym. And there was this young man who probably was in his early 20s. So he probably had, like, he was maybe 10 years younger than me. 
and uh, he knew that I was taking anabolic steroids and he offered to pay me for the steroids. And I said, I had to tell him, I was like, first of all, I said, you have more testosterone than I do taking anabolic steroids because you're in your twenties. The dude was pretty big. He's a muscular dude. I said, and that, that's the second point is like the amount of steroids that I'm taking, the anabolic steroids that I'm taking just raises my testosterone to a normal level. It doesn't raise it up to what a, a bodybuilder does, which is can be hundreds of times what it is normal, what is considered normal level. So I said, and you don't want to fuck up your endocrine system for the rest of your life by using anabolic steroids. So that's my two cents, and I'm going to end the show with that. Now, I want to thank every one of you guys for listening to this episode of Howard's Blend. If you enjoyed the show and you found value in it, please give a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, leave a review on Apple Podcasts, I'm also on Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify. Subscribe on any of those platforms. And conversely, if you hated the show and you think it fucking sucks, then leave a horrible review. Leave a horrible rating. Don't subscribe. Please be honest. Now, if you have any questions or comments, you know, hey, I got shit wrong in this episode. You know, I did my research, but hey. I could have gotten it wrong. Uh, please let me know about it. My email address is in the description of the show, as well as where you can find me on Instagram. So if you want to send me a direct message, tell me, Howard, you got this shit wrong. If you say, hey, you did great research, by all means, feel free to send me a message. Now, if you did find value in the show and you did enjoy it, what I ask for in return Because again, I make this show for you all, the listener. I don't get paid to do this. And I just enjoy doing this because I feel like I'm providing valuable information to you all, the listeners. So what I ask for in return is to tell one friend. If you want to tell more, hey, be my guest. But tell at least one friend because we need word of mouth to spread the show. Nobody's telling me whether the show sucks or not because I'm not getting any reviews or ratings. So because of that, I don't get high up on iTunes or, or is it po- Apple Podcasts now. So word of mouth is greatly appreciated if you find value in the show and for whatever reason you don't want to rate the show or leave a review, which I would appreciate. But if you don't want to do that, at least tell a friend. Now, if you want to do some quote-unquote fact-checking, uh, I left some resources in the description to show what I use to kind of do some of the research for this episode. So feel free to go through that. But with that said, thanks again for listening and just say no. No.